and welcome to another episode of Integrated Awakenings. It's me, Maria, and today we are talking about healing the inner child and technically the divine family. Because anytime you're dealing with the inner child, you're acting like a divine parent, meaning the divine mother, father, feminine, god, goddess, whatever you prefer. And the thing is, I feel like a lot of people have a vague idea of what healing the inner kid is. It's like, okay, let me like check my older hobbies or like my my previous complaints, but they don't um maybe you haven't deeply encountered what it actually feels like to really reintegrate your child and really own up that I am your parent. The thing is when we feel like we want someone's approval, validation, when we're looking for comfort, support, guidance from external circumstances. Technically, we act like a fragile child, right? It's like, mom, I need help about this. Someone hold me through this. So it technically sounds very, I know that some people might say it sounds very victim-y, but I'm also saying it sounds very vulnerable slash baby. Yeah? There's like a, that's like the baby talking. And the thing is, we are such expansive, multidimensional beings that that helpless part of you coexists with the most powerful, divine, masterful part of you. The one who knows shit. And the thing is, when that part of us is so loud, the part of us that's needy, that's vulnerable, that's seeking, yeah, it just really wants attention. It really wants speaking to. And I feel like a lot of people, when we notice this pain, we notice this pattern, we tend to export the responsibility slash reason, meaning, oh, they were offensive or it's like, uh, oh, because I was raised this way, etc. There's this, when we do that, we tend to abandon our inner baby. Yeah, because it's like, oh, kid, like, I can't, I can't protect you. <laughs> Your inner protector is like, oh, I can't do that part because someone else has more power than me. I can't help you. And thus your baby just cries more, right? So do you see like this internal dynamic? Now, the thing is, one of the protocols that I always start with when I have like a client or a session is I used to do higher self a lot, like power plays, like really enable people to be in their master selves. But actually hearing the primary script of your inner baby or even like your victim is actually also really potent because it means that you know where weak spots are. This is kind of like, it's kind of like chess or sports. It's like, yo, look, this is your blind spot. Yo, your kid keeps saying that I'm not being heard and they just want to be heard. So you need to listen to them or, oh, your kid just wants your company. I need you to practice being really, really, really present with the weak parts of you. Yeah. So some people um, are kind of not as used to this idea of regressing ages. 
right? Because it's like, oh, but that's in the past. That's not really in me, right? So I agree with you. I mean, in a way, time is quite fluid. But the thing is, these imprints are kind of like the earlier rings of a tree. Yeah. So there are marks of it. And its initial shape influences the rings of all the other shapes. And since time is fluid, rectifying the first distortions or the first like ills and pains helps it ripple out. And thus, it's really effective. Thus, it's like really deep foundational work. Thus, you're able to really meet yourself. Now, I know that um, a lot of folks are going to be like, okay, this is cool theory. How do I do it? Right? Okay. The thing is, okay, so first of all, a kavit. A lot of people have different kinds of formations of karma slash patterns in their life that the script that I could give you right now and could guide you through right now can hit some stuff, but maybe not all stuff. This is the advantage of having personalized sessions because we could actually pinpoint the memory slash the imagic Imagic meaning image-based prompts that will really help you key into the energy of your child, right? Of your it weak. Wow, I'm really feeling this strong energy of not just calling it child, but the weakest aspects of you. Like the most uh, shunned and fragile, atrophied aspects of you. Yeah, because I feel like some people may have already liberated their inner childs, but... They have like a different aspect that you're trying to fish out and trying to speak to. And everybody's just trying to rectify like the original wound, like the original pain. Yeah. So I'm basically giving you like a beginner's module and an advanced module. Beginner's module is that deal with child. Advanced module is basically original. It's almost like an original sin Almost like where is the originator of your pain in terms of like your soul weakness? It has the same. How do I say this? It's this it has the same showing up for the aspects of you that feel very fragile, infantile, and weak. Yeah. Okay. All right. Now, um, so basically, you get to like a really. If you're multitasking, you could, and if you're really good at multitasking, I'm not gonna tell you to stop. But um, if you really want to get into this, you might want to uh, get to like a secluded position and really just relax and really ease yourself into like uh, a subtle state and then really key into the tone of my voice and look for a part of your body where you feel very spacious, where you feel very wide, where you feel very energized in yourself. Like a coming home, almost. And sink all of your consciousness into that little, little, little spot in your body. All of it. All of your consciousness. In one inhale and then exhale, two, three, four. Shooting yourself through that little hole and gap. Eight, nine, ten. And find yourself in a small, open place. So this could be a glade. It feels like a room for some of you. And find find the small 
aspect that wants to be spoken to. So for some of y'all, I can feel that it's a figure. And that for some of y'all, it's a you at a younger age. And I don't want you to think about too much what they look like. I just want you to be there with them. If you can, you could approach them really slowly. Or you could gaze at them. Almost like not wanting to scare like a very scared animal. Yeah. And in this place, I want you to run through your usual scripts of trying to console a really scared thing. So I'm not trying to hurt you. You could say this out loud or you could just transmit this with like your body, your mind, your heart, your energy. I'm not trying to hurt you. I'm here for you. No one's gonna hurt you anymore. I want to help. I need you to let me help you so that I can come closer. I know that you are distrusting and that you went through some shit. I understand that. I'm not gonna change your story. I'm gonna fully accept anything and everything that you do and want to say and express and be. I allow you to fully authentically be all of yourself. No matter how tangled up, no matter how messed up, no matter how heavy it is, no matter how crazy you feel like, no matter how unacceptable and dirty you feel, no matter how heavy and how irredeemable you feel, I will stay. I'm not gonna go away. I see you. I know you. I am a part of you. And I will wait as long as you need until you trust me. Until you let me hold your hand. Until you let me hold you, move you, until you let me love you. Let me care for you and let me understand and hear your story. And as long as it takes... As long as it takes. And really say this as sincerely as you can. If anything else comes up for you in terms of like what to say. Really just speak from your truth. Uh, I'm giving you scripts. Scripts that I'm feeling from the divine. But this is also your path. This is your journey. So... No matter if it's like the betrayals or the heaviness or the poison, whatever words really help soothe slash speak the truth of that fragment is, allow yourself to really speak it out loud. Because a lot of the times, truth just wants to be said out loud and really acknowledged for it to be healed.
yeah now i'm gonna gently forward our concept of time in this space what does it feel like if you had a hundred years just consoling being working with this fragment what does it feel like you don't need to logically explain just feel through your energy through your body feel through your energy body what does it feel like to move so much of this understanding and this empathy and this patience through 100 years across all dimensions versions timelines aspects what does it feel like what's the difference now consider if you need more time or if things shift and change what if you had 200 more years what would your connection be like then what would your trust look like then where would you take them how would you if you had that much time and resources and energy to love them or make things right what would happen across 300 400 Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten billion lifetimes and versions, timelines. There you go. Yeah. And almost like a dias clock. See if the fragment ages. If you're quite intuitive, you could ask, how old are you? And see in terms of like how old are you in my linear time. So if you do a lot of muscle testing with intuition, you could feel if it goes up to I'm seven or I'm eight when I was born. Or I changed my pain or my pain evolves around 13, 25, 36. Yeah. So really focus on how it evolves usually there's another one around preteens yeah but if you have a lot in terms of when you significantly moved or when you significantly believed like a big sad belief about your childhood so anything related to your siblings your parents your upbringing what you deserve in your life just just pinpoint a time and as you're moving this, these energies, if you feel certain memories come up, like, oh, this is that one time that somebody did this to me or didn't do this for me, and then I felt like shit, and then my body just remembered it. Like, if you can, if you can focus on these key specific memories, it's kind of like the, that Pixar movie with the core memory balls, right? So if you can sense into these like little core energies that still remain in your original or it's not really original but like one of your core wounds yeah if you could hold those and be with them as well really assure them that I'm your divine parent now. I am divine mother, father, god, goddess, creator, goddess. Now, 
I will support you now. You don't need to look for other people, other things to mess you up or to not really mess you up, but you don't have to cry or seek so much. I'm the one responsible for you now. I'm sorry. I know that you were just asking for help. But but instead of like asking for it from other people, you come to me now. You're mine now. You're my divine child. You're my fragment. You're my responsibility. You're my baby. You're mine. I will take care of you. And really just communicate that. I will take care of you. I know that some people might not feel like they're in their full power when they are in their default modes. But in a times of crisis, isn't there also like an aspect of you that feels so wanting and worthy to show up for this weaker aspect? Really feel into that. Really feel into this divine arbiter slash protector and be like, me first. You are protected by me first. Almost like turning their cheeks away as they look for other people to save them. Yeah. And I want you to check. So I'll breathe with you for a few breaths. 200 years against 200 lifetimes. There we go. 300, 400, 500 years, 600, 8, allowing everything to ripple. 900, 100. Good. Okay, um, yeah, I can, I can sense that some of y'all are, like, massaging each of the memories. Yeah, almost like a mala bead, transforming these beads into a different color, slash lightness, slash energy. You can keep doing that. We can breathe together as you almost caress, slash hold these beads and change them into a corona, slash... A bracelet slash something that is transformed into a precious gem rather than weights. Yeah? Okay. 200, 300. Really focus your energy in terms of like the core imprint in each of these memory balls. Right? Okay. Really sense into the origin. Like the origin memory slash lesson. 500, it's okay if you can't comprehend the lesson, but just feel into it. Yeah, 800, 900, 100, that's good. Okay, okay. And then feel it go back to your body, your energy body, at least in the, in your inner vision. And then just relax doing a lot of stuff you're doing a lot of work 100 200 just just this is just a count for you to re 
organize slash recenter 300 400 good everything is recentered everything is reintegrated mm -hmm. 500 you trust that everything is released and everything is let go of 700 that everything will reveal in perfect understanding in perfect timing 900 and 1000 all right and then in your own time at your own pace you can open your eyes gently and move like your small limbs like small movements fingers toes your neck yeah and then just reorient yourself to the space okay good yeah so uh, that's like an example of what a rectification for your more fragile fragments and your inner child fragments are like so if you noticed when we dip into our subconscious selves and visit these abandoned parts that yo <laughs> y'all some of y'all have like some deep <laughs> like I, I, I saw some a lot of folks who had like deep distrust right and then you were trying to talk to that aspect of you to to trust yourself um so what i'm trying to say is that when we dive into ourselves sometimes these scripts that we hear so for example i don't trust you sounds really similar to what we sound like in everyday life meaning if somebody does something bad or like for example oh my god man i don't i don't trust men or something Sometimes that's just a deeper aspect of us just trying to express itself. We end up just messily like painting it around us because it's the only way we actually see it. If we have our practices to go in, like really in, 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 and really listen, 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 we can actually listen and rectify. So rectify means you put it right. You know, you, you align it correctly. And really rectify these wounds, these energies, a lot of these will just clear up. And a lot of these will just feel more free and liberated. Now, the thing is with the inner child, whatever you unraveled might have some embodiment slash grounding that will happen afterwards. So for example, um maybe a big part of your inner child was an inner artist who just liked drawing dumb stuff, right? And so, like, a big feeling for you would be to re-watch a favorite movie when you were six and then doodle for an hour, just the characters. And when you realize what you're doodling is like, oh, wow, this speaks of, like, a lot of my childhood fears and dreams. Like, these characters are a perfect picture, and I needed to draw it. Yeah? So it's not... So so when the inner child, right, or this fragment is seeking a bit of, like, rectification in your physical reality, right? Like, it's giving you a bit of requests, like, oh, can you cook this? Can you eat this? Can you go there? Can we watch this show? Can we talk to this person? Um, I know that some people will roll their eyes and complain and be like, oh, my... I need to 
<laughs> I need to spoil this child, <laughs> right? This little fragment. But what I, I know, because some people will be like, oh my God, I love spoiling her. But at the same time, or them, right? But at the same time, I do want to say that I also want you to be very, very curious. You know how like a parent, when they have a kid, when you watch your kid without pre pre-assumptions or pre-judgments, you'll just notice things like, oh, they like kicking the ball. Or, oh, they sing a lot, right? Or, oh, their eyes, it's like watching, right? You just notice stuff, right? So when these fragments of you come back online or slash reintegrate and want to do these physical things, I want you to just notice stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because our primordial innocence slash when these harmed aspects of us come back online, not only will like a lot of energy and intuition come back to you, it's also like a lot of wisdom. A lot of, oh, I knew how to do that. It was just stunted because I was so scared when I was a kid. Yeah, so for example... Um, you could have been a very emotionally sensitive artistic person and then you just shut it out because it wasn't um, rewarded to you as a child, right? And now that you made your child more safe, right? Oh, wow, I have this sudden artistic sensibility and sensitivity. And it's like, oh, okay, I am like that, right? So, So this investigation is less about... I feel like some people, when they do this inner child thing... They use it as an excuse to regress <laughs> in terms of age. And I really don't want to paint it that way. What I'm showing or what I'm trying to emphasize here is that every time you reintegrate a fragment, yeah, you are revealing an aspect of yourself. And it has deep wisdom. Even, even the fact that you blocked it for that long of a time means that you kind of needed in this linear lifetime, means that you were emphasizing it. Yeah? Yeah? So, for example, somebody who had their sexual sexual expression repressed for 10 years, right? And then they reclaimed it, for example, in a meditation like this. Don't you think that heightened contrast gives you a very unique perspective slash quality in terms of seeing both the unclaimed and reclaimed aspect of that like isn't that fucking unique right yeah so what i'm trying to point out here is that i need i want you to reclaim these aspects with utmost sobriety like you notice the intelligence underneath these repressed slash unclaimed aspects like Oh my God, all of them are related to creativity. Or, oh my God, all of them are related to power, right? Or, oh my God, they're all related to rage and justice. Yeah, so so I want you to really get into this with an open mind. Yeah, open eyes, open heart. Yeah, and really just keep welcoming this journey of reclamation slash owning up to your (laughs) to all your aspects to all your to all your inner child 
So I know I mentioned this in the earlier part of the podcast, but there is a point when you are kind of free from this kind of work because your inner child is fully liberated. So for example, someone is sexually free or like their voice and truth is free. There's no freeing it again when it's already free, right? It's just free, right? So the thing is, that's why I made the meditation open enough so that people who already freed their inner child could free like chained slash repressed aspects not just the child because there is just a similar quality to its reclamation so anyway so anyway when you free your inner child right your your divine parent definitely feels stronger and it's really this deep sense of sovereignty and ownership of taking care of yourself yeah because i know that a lot of people when an adult to tell them what to do or for someone to just say yeah you're doing great or yeah you're going the right way and i know that's like normal in terms of like wanting guidance but there is when you feel like you have zero aspect of that for you meaning like that authority like you're having a hard time exerting it especially if you're like your household is like was like you have big household patterns still living in your energy body this is like a big shift for you like owning that sovereign parent you know how when kids have their own families start their own families and they're raising their kid and their their mom or basically the kid's grandparent tells them oh you should raise them this way and then you go like no this is my kid i'm raising him this way right so that kind of independence that kind of branching off that kind of knowing that you are an independent unit usually in other cultures or in a healthy culture we would have ceremonies for that meaning child you are not a child anymore you are responsible for the child that is within you you are divinely sovereign and independent we love you we release you from eternal youth yeah so a lot of people who have peter pan syndrome don't want to grow up and i don't mean this in a i know that okay i know that adult slash responsibility has like a lot of bad energies and bad like connotations that is not what i'm referring to please like um please really approach this with like a more holistic slash open mind in terms of when someone is denying within themselves that capacity to be independent and sovereign there is there is a wire messed up between their divine parent and divine kid because that divine parent wants to raise the kid independently yeah Yes, there was a time that you needed help from another soul to raise that kid. But at a certain point, you are mature enough to do that. And if you're listening to this podcast, more or less, you are ready to take care of that. Yeah. Now, um, this is part of a three-part series. I'm going to do Divine Feminine Healing and Divine Masculine Healing. But I'm going to focus on Divine Family. Yeah. So I'm going to talk about what it is that's usually being healed with like the maternal, matrilineal kind of feminine angst, 
program slash energies. And then we're going to do the masculine line of, especially if you were like raised as a guy and in terms of oh, these were the expectations, this is what was put upon you and then how to like really unbuckle from that and really come to terms with like being your own daddy and not feeling so like abandoned or like orphaned, right? Okay, yeah. So this is why I'm kind of orienting this in terms of family. Because if you'll notice, a lot of healing practices in terms of, I guess, psychology and Western purviews really, really focus on family dynamics. Yeah, because it really influences a lot. And if you'll notice my blogs, there are other ways to approach this. Like, you can approach this elementally via dream work, via breath work. But the thing is, for people who are trying to sort their shit out, their karma out, via relationships, this able, this keep, this capacity to meet yourself in relation to yourself as a child, as a fragile being, as a parent, as a mom, as a dad, is supremely powerful. Yeah, because it's such a human way of doing things. It's not, oh my god, I'm a tree. <laughs> or it's not, oh my god, I'm a spirit, right? It's very, it's very human. And thus, it's very effective. Yeah, to heal our human parts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like how I'm both suggesting that there are other parts, but also that this part is important. I love it. It's like a preview. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. Um, if you want to do more one-on-one work, especially if you have more sensitive stuff with like your uh, inner child wounding slash upbringing, or if you feel like you touched on some really deep fragments that you saw in meditation and you want more help with understanding it, tapping into it, revisiting it, transmuting it. Uh, you can book me and we could, I could help you see it slash unpack it more. Yeah, and I'd love to be, love, I'd love to help you. I'd love for things to be more easy for you and more graceful. And anyway, that's it. That's it for the episode. If you found this helpful, like, follow, share, and ciao.